Hunter Biden's approval rating at its highest point in a year. In the latest CBS News YouGov survey, 48 percent of Americans say they approve of the president's job performance compared to 52 percent who disapprove. I, I, I just have to stop right here for a I second. Know. I, I keep hearing, you know, there are so many articles that are written. Keep that up. I just keep that up. There are so many articles that are written every day by lazy people uh, who talk about how Democrats are running away from Joe Biden because of his historically low approval ratings. Keep this up. It's the same type of lazy reporters. They used to always say, well, of course, Donald Trump's economy is stronger than anybody else's economy ever. When actually, even before the pandemic, his economy was growing like the seventh fastest of, of, of like the last seven to ten presidents. Joe Biden's approval ratings have been low. They've been in the 30s. But again, you're reading one election story after another, one Trumpist media outlet after another talking about Joe Biden's low approval ratings. This is one poll. This is a CBS YouGov poll. We showed another yesterday that had him at 46 percent, his highest in a year. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. And morning, morning, Mika. Alabama Joe, being a country lawyer, doesn't know how to count. Take them shoes off. Gazintas. Three Gazenta nine, just kidding. I'm from the south. I, you know we can we can poke fun. Uh, you're in the war room. It's Wednesday, 19 October, the year of our Lord 2022. That's morning Mika, where uh, their sidekick Joe trying to defend these horrific polls. Remember, nobody will have him come in campaign. His numbers are in the 30s for approval overall, but that includes Democrats and Republicans. Is independence is the proxy, and he's down to the low 30s with that. Let's bring in Boris Epstein. Boris, I know you got a lot of numbers you're going to get to. Captain Ben is going to be with us. She's on the road with the uh, bus with John Fredericks going around. This bus is the, uh, as John Fredericks always does to get out the vote. We've also got breaking news of CDC, the vaccine. We got Malone. We got Naomi Wolf. I think we're trying to get Dr. Latipo, um, et cetera. By the way, it's the 19th of October and it is the end of the siege of Yorktown, the revolution, the actual gunfire in the revolution all quiet today as we won at yorktown cornwallis surrendered boris epstein walk me through your math how is morning joe just running interference for the biden regime absolutely no doubt about it of course the the, the joe just yesterday just yesterday we talked about a reuters poll that says biden's stuck at 40 percent, and that's reuters Ipsos. that's an over a thousand person poll the joe biden stuck at 40 percent again that's a reuters poll that oversamples Democrats by about 10%. So just, just how incensed, how incensed country Joe is. Oh, this is the, not, just think about this, Steve. And an honor to be with you in the posse as always. Think about this. If this is morning Mika and her pathetic little sidekick complaining about the, the mainstream media. Oh, the mainstream media is just so tough to Joe Biden. What world are they living in? What world are they living in? It, Mainstream media has been doing anything possible to pull the Democrats out from the hole they've been in, and then, but they're absolutely failing. In Oregon, Steve, and we'll go through these numbers, in Oregon, you've got a Republican 
gubernatorial candidate leading by outside the margin of error over the Democrat. And the generic Republican is up over two points on a generic Democrat in Oregon. The level of wave we're seeing here, you know, J.D. Vance up in Ohio, Carrie Lake in Arizona, the numbers in Rhode Island, these, the numbers all across the country, of course, the Rio Grande, the, the, and this isn't just, you know, old line establishment. This is MAGA Republicans that are blowing away sort of traditional Democrats. That's what you have. And now in Wisconsin, you know, there's this, <laughs> there's this view that, oh my God, we really think that, you know, Mandela Barnes has a shot in Wisconsin and the Democrats were all dreaming about it. Ron John's now blowing him away. You are seeing a wave, the kind of which blows 1994, 1994, and 2010 out of the water. Walk me through. You've got some analysis here. We've got some, uh, we got some polling. We've got some charts. You've done some uh, breakdown of this. Let's go ahead. Take it away. You go ahead and walk through it. No doubt about it. First of all, I want to go to that. Uh, I want to go to the chart on Oregon. It's a generic chart, GOP candidate versus Democrat candidate. This is, again, in the state of Oregon, generic Republican up two points over a generic Democrat. Interestingly, third party 11, but that actually tracks Oregon. So in Oregon, if you were asked two years, four years, six, eight years, anybody who knows politics, you'd say a generic Democrat's up 15, 20 points over a generic Republican in Oregon. Here, Republicans up by two. Let's get specific. Let's get specific. In that race, Drazen, the Republican, up over five points on the Democrat. Again, up over five points on, uh, on the Democrat. What does that say? What it says is that the, the MAGA wave isn't ebbing. The MAGA wave isn't going away. The MAGA wave is only continuing to rise higher and higher and higher. And just like they say, rising tide rises all ships. Here, you've got a rising tide and it's all across the country. Again, Christine Drazen up almost six points in Oregon as a Republican over the Democrat. From there, let's uh, go to Arizona. Going, yeah, you go to Arizona. Go. This is very important. Go so you got Oregon, which is traditionally hardcore Democrat. That's how this wave is expanding. That's how we're going into enemy territory. Let's talk about Arizona, the railhead of MAGA, sir. Absolutely. Arizona is state, right? Arizona, McCain State, Jeff Flake, Jeff <laughs> Senators from there, not definitely not MAGA, that's for sure, right? And then establishment, too, let's be honest, peaking into Democrat, no doubt about it, especially now Flake's the ambassador to Turkey for feckless Joe Biden. In the hardcore gubernatorial race there, everyone thought Katie Hobbs was going to be a serious player. She had to resign today as Secretary of State because she was getting crushed so bad. Carrie Lake dominating now by almost outside of the margin of error. She's up by three, she's up by three points. Carrie Lake over Katie Hobbs. And Hobbs has never led in the general race. Kate, Carrie Lake has been dominating throughout. And why oh, is that? Carrie Lake out because, to, hang on. Carrie, Carrie Lake out with Governor Youngkin today. Glenn Youngkin there. They're in Tucson going down to Phoenix, I think, right now. In addition, uh, she was endorsed last night by Tulsi Gabbard, Boris Epstein. And let's look at Carrie Lake. This is somebody who, once she, once she won the primary, it was a tough primary, but she won it by a big number. She didn't tack to the middle. She didn't say, you know what, I'm going to change who I am. She continues to hit on the stolen 2020 election. She continues to hit on the fact that our border is broken and destroyed. She continues to hit on sky high 
Joe Biden inflation. She continues to absolutely annihilate the Democrats, and that's how she's winning. Perfect. I tell you what, she's doing it. She's pull, she's pulled together everybody, right? And this is why it's on fire right now. That's what we need everybody point, in the country to pull together you for have, all these candidates. You have Youngkin there, right? Youngkin, who's yep. not a firethrower, but who is undoubtedly yep. won because of President Trump. We know that. Then yep. he's that talk of, oh, you know, Youngkin. No, the rural counties of Virginia carry Youngkin over the finish line. There's no two ways about it. And now Youngkin is in Arizona. And okay, let's everybody take it easy on any talk. We all know who we hope and expect to run for president and dominate the election of 24. That is President Donald J. Trump, who is yeah. the reason for this wave all across yeah. the country. Perfect. Can I continue on? See, from there, I want to go to Ohio. Ohio is a yeah. place where they thought Tim Ryan was his, you know, kind of two-step of, oh, well, I'm not really a Democrat, and I'm really with, with President Trump. That just has never worked. It has never worked once, and now the gap is is getting larger and larger between J.D. Vance, who's come out strong and stayed strong on MAGA, and Tim Ryan, who's inauthentic. Tim Ryan's neither a, a obviously not a MAGA Republican, he's not, he's not a Republican, but he's also not selling himself to the blue collars of, uh, you know, of Ohio and the blue dogs. He, Tim Ryan, has been actually about as bad in this race as he was in the presidential race in 2020 during the primary there. I just want to add, you got, you got, hang on, you got Barnes is, uh, Johnson's up six, I think, in Wisconsin. Obama's going That's out there. That's my next one. You've got, Wisconsin's you, next. You get, let's get Wisconsin. You, by the way, you got Ohio, Vance looks like he's up. North Carolina, the Hill newspaper's reporting, Ted Budd up. So the four holds in real clear politics average has got, uh, Oz up 2.1% as they average all the polls and talk about the, as you say, the weight to the Democrats when real clear policy goes through it. The four holds, Pennsylvania, Ohio, North Carolina, and Wisconsin, the ones that are in jeopardy, and the Democrats put their money in. As of right now, if people do their job, get out there and make sure they can't steal it, looks like we're in, in good shape with three weeks to go, essentially. Uh, uh, Boris, correct? A thousand percent. You got, you got John, Ron John's up by six among those certain to vote on Barnes. J.D. Vance up by about four now on uh, on Tim Ryan. Oz up by two to three. You've got, and let's not forget Blake Masters. Blake Masters continues to keep it very close with Mark Kelly. Though Mark Kelly's got hundreds of millions of dollars behind him. Blake Masters continues to keep it close. You've got Herschel, who's, yeah. hey, Herschel's brother that storm. And, and Herschel was so well prepared. He was so well prepared for that debate. A hat tip to Herschel Walker. Uh, real quickly, I think I'm hearing from people in Nevada may have just been announced. Obama may be heading to Nevada. Talk to me about Laxalt and the team out there, Marchant, all of them, the, both the governor's race and the Senate race. It looks like uh, Obama had committed to Wisconsin and to Georgia. It looks like he may be going to Nevada. <laughs> well, you know what? If he wants to go to Nevada, he can go to Nevada. But right now, you've got, you've got Laxalt up by about two to three points. Depending on uh, depending on the on the poll of the court says Mastro, everybody else is blowing it out of the water. I mean, I mean, remember, it is difficult to be a sitting senator. It is not easy, right? It's, it's not a layup. It's not straight up. But it is a real race out there in Nevada. There's no two. It's an absolute real race. And you've got Laxalt, who really has again. He's another one. He hasn't just like JD Vance hasn't trailed in Ohio, Steve. Laxalt hasn't trailed in Nevada. He's been up by about two to three. Over a sitting yeah. center in Nevada consistently. And the other one, do not forget. Do not forget New Hampshire. Bolduc has a real shot yeah. at Hassan. And yeah. do not forget 
at Washington with Smiley over Patty Murray. This is, yeah, and, and I've been saying this for a long time, but yeah. for a long time, I think we take about 70 seats in the House from all across the country, from, from Maine to, wow. to New Hampshire, New York, New Jersey, all across the Rio Grande, and then all the way to California. And I think we've got a real shot at a pickup of four to five, maybe more, in the Senate. We're going to hold the ones we have. We've got real shot at pickups, and, but it's only if MAGA continues to drive the dominance that we've had starting, let's be honest, 2016. Okay. Dominated the 2016 race. At least, dominated at least, 20 uh, and would dominate 22. Elise Stefanik is at 35. Boris is at 70 right now. They get, that would give the Republicans 282 to 143. That would be our 100 seats, 100 years right there. Plus, Boris, uh, real quickly, anything else? How do people get to you and follow you? Because we know you're incredibly busy on your morning report and on uh, and all your social media. Glad to tell folks there's going to be a major Texas rally for President Trump this weekend. President Trump continuing to dominate. And, hey, the beauty of Texas is, that's all those house races in the in the Rio Grande, and it reaches into Arizona, reaches into Nevada, reaches into California. So President Trump going out, you know, going out to Lone Star State this weekend. That's going to be a dominant performance by President Donald J. Trump as he takes this team, takes MAGA, takes the Republican Party into the last final stretch. I mean, it's almost unbelievable. We're we're, we're about you know two point six weeks out from uh, you know, two weeks six days out from this from election day. My message to MAGA, my message to the posse is never give up, never give in. Don't give, don't give one inch. I want to thank everybody stopping me in the street saying, keep, keep coming in hot. We've got to come in hot, and then we're going to have that 100 seats, 100 years, and then we're going to walk right into 2024 for that big win for President Trump, as we hope and expect to take back the White House. My information, BorisCP.com is the website, hot on BorisCP.com, hot on, on Getter at BorisCP, on Twitter at BorisCP, hot on Twitter social at Boris, the hottest on the gram. Cameron, I'm updated more just for you. Boris, I'm just Grabstein. Stay strong. God bless. And I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, uh, Boris, thank you very much. We're going to come back, take a short commercial break. We're going to come back and uh, we're going to come back and we're going to go to Powhatan, Virginia on the campaign trail. Captain Bannon with a couple of war room posse down there. Also, big breaking news today and tomorrow at a CDC about the vaccine for children being included in the permanent vaccine program. We have Dr. Robert Malone, we have Naomi Wolf. We're trying to get Dr. Joseph Latipo also. This is huge news. Everybody's want to want to go through it. Okay, we're going to be back in a in a uh, in a few minutes after a short commercial break on the anniversary of the end of the Revolutionary War, at least the shooting part. Surrender at Yorktown by Cornwallis. Your harvest bold Americans, no power shall snatch away. Preserve, preserve, preserve your rights in a free America. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, There's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand. End quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text 
Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Hey, you can't believe what the CDC is up to. We're going to get to that in just a second. We have Dr. Naomi Wolf, Dr. Robert Malone, hopefully be joined by Dr. Joseph Latipo about what his thoughts are as Surgeon General of Florida. Also, Dr. Uh, Farella, who is the first person, I think, to testify this, one of the top pediatricians around. Let's go. But uh, we're going to go to Captain Bennett. Mo, where are you on the campaign trail? What are you doing and who are your guests? Um, so I'm here at Welland Towing and Repair in Powhatan, Virginia. And I have Ramona Christian and Teresa McManus. Ramona is the GOP chair for Buckingham County. And Teresa is the head of election integrity for Buckingham County. And Ramona, what caused you to get involved in politics? Well, that caused me to get off my tail and get back involved in politics. Get involved, take it over. So I went and ran for chair and planted and how do you how does it look here in the county and here in central virginia do you, do you think we have a good shot shot of winning i do very strong here it's very area congress is not good but they got he's gonna win we're gonna start working for uh, john mcguire for senate as november 8th over november 9th for, for john mcguire thank you and then um Teresa, what caused you to get involved in politics? Thank you for having me today. Actually, Tell you what, we're going to reboot. Hey, Mo, we're going to reboot you in a second. We want to hear definitely what these people have to say. This is important. Virginia is important. The Central Virginia is very important. So hang on. We're going to redo the audio and come back to you in a second. Let's play, producer. That's okay. It's called the live show. Take take a take a deep breath. Let's play Carrie Lake and introduce Dr. Malone and Dr. Naomi Wolf. Okay, maybe Denver doesn't want to do it. <laughs> Just anything you guys want to do. Gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake, who's been called Trump in heels and will not say whether she would accept an election loss in her own race, is an extreme anti-vaxxer. This is an experimental shot. Our children are not guinea pigs. We're seeing injuries from this vaccine and we're not going to force our precious, healthy children to get a shot that is already proving to be not only ineffective, it's also proving to be dangerous. Okay, that's Carrie Lake out in Arizona. She has she's positioned not only election denier, 
but she's extreme anti-vax, extreme anti-vax. I think she's been watching the war room, right? Uh, I want to go to, I got Malone and Wolf. By the way, we're going to go back to, to Mo as soon as we get some better audio. Um, Dr. Malone, tell us uh, what, by the way, is anything Carrie Lake, you're one of the founders of this technology, the underpinnings of the technology. Is anything Carrie Lake said that would make her an extreme anti-vaxxer, Dr. Malone? No, I would say based on worldwide consensus, she would be mainstream now. Um, positions that she just enumerated are absolutely the science as it currently stands. And anybody who claims otherwise is clearly spreading disinformation or malinformation. Okay, so Dr. Malone, we've got Naomi on deck. Dr. Malone, you say that, but in Washington, D.C. today, the C- I think it's in D.C., the CDC is preparing for, I think they're taking a preliminary vote today and a final vote tomorrow. You'll walk me through the process. But they want to put this vaccine that you say is misinformation or not, you know, a not a vaccine. They want to put this into the now the permanent schedule. So when kids go to public schools and they got to get those 15 shots, they're going to get 16 shots now, sir. So the vote just happened a short while ago. It was 15 to zero to endorse the position of Rochelle Walensky, which is that the uh a uh, product is recommended for children down to the age of five, even though it is only licensed down to the age of 16. So they're taking the um, just radical, talk about radical, um, the radical step that an emergency use authorized product, and, and Carrie Lake is exactly right, that makes it a, an experimental product will be recommended for administration to children down to age five based on basically a 300-person uh, child bridging study that they call effectiveness, but all it is is showing that the immune response is similar in children to this new booster to what it was previously with the first and second jabs, and a safety database of 1,300 young children and that is uh, statistically powered to detect adverse events that are up to one in 400 in frequency. In other words, they would never detect a myocarditis event with such a small sample size uh, because the incidence of myocarditis in young boys is in the range of one in 1,200 to one in 1,500. So they they once again have used clinical trials um, that are poorly designed, inadequately powered, and then are using those to basically force an, a political agenda. The final vote to put it on the schedule will be tomorrow, but it's already 15 to zero to endorse the belief that this should be recommended for children. And uh, the logic of why they're doing this is a head scratcher for anybody that is actually database, but it appears to involve two core things. One is, in the event that they stop the declaration of emergency, the liability protection will vanish for these companies that have been deploying these experimental products. And so if they can get it approved and recommended down to the pediatric cohort, then they acquire a different type of liability protection. So it allows legal coverage uh, for the vaccine companies. And the other thing that it does is it mandates that Congress will pay 
for the uh, purchase of these vaccines, because as you'll recall, the will of Congress has been to say basically, hell no, we're not going to continue to fund the White House to buy vaccines. So this is a backdoor way to get additional liability coverage and a backdoor way to force the American taxpayer to buy these vaccines and deploy them in children. Over. Okay, uh, doctor, you hang right there. Naomi, the sound in the background you heard was Naomi Wolf's head blowing up. So, (laughs) Walensky, Naomi's first question, it's 15 to nothing. I love you and Malone, and the war room posse loves you, and you've gone through 75,000 pages of documents. But, ma'am, it's 15 to nothing. There's no abstentions. There's no argument. How can that possibly be, Naomi Wolf? Well, first, I really want to thank Dr. Malone for explaining the status of the vote so clearly, because I've been frantically trying to understand exactly what got voted on and what the meaning is. Um, There's a lot of confusion online. And these people are also kind of demonically clever, as we've discussed before, because um, a Reuters article about what they voted on does kind of present it as, a, you know, just as Dr. Malone said, a kind of um, regulatory um, exercise to make sure that uh, they extend past the EUA, make sure that our tax dollars pay for them. Um, and I guess I would add that the 15 to 0 vote to recommend them isn't in spite of the work the War Room Posse and the volunteers and Dr. Malone and all of us have done, I think it's because of it, because what Dr. Malone is pointing out, and I'll just say it more baldly, is that these people are voting to not go to jail when they vote to um, put it under a category that gives them this uh, legal protection, gives the manufacturers this legal protection. Um, so I think it's it's an act of self-interest and, and kind of um, legal desperation uh, that doesn't, of course, make any kind of medical sense. I just want to add to what Dr. Malone said. You know, I looked at the slide deck of the CDC and a couple of things really horrifyingly leapt out. One of them, unless I'm, well, one is they just don't link to any data. As Dr. Malone pointed out, there's no data. And with digital products, there's no reason not to link to the data. They just don't do it. But second, they're claiming that there's a signal of myocarditis, um, for young men and boys that is a certain number per 1 million, uh, according to VARS. But as I understand it, that's not how VARS works. It's not per million. So that seems already right there. Um, one of the exa- many examples of the CDC torturing the presentation of data basically to lie with it. Um, and the other thing that really is even much more serious is that the micrograms that they're recommending are, are devastatingly dangerous. And I'd love Dr. Malone's view about this, but they're recommending 25 micrograms for um, 12 and under for Pfizer. And that's almost an adult rate uh, currently, which is 30 micrograms for Pfizer. And they're recommending 100 micrograms for 12-year-olds and under for Moderna. That's that's an adult rate of micrograms that the Pfizer documents showed Pfizer considered to be toxic or that had to be withdrawn due to its, quote, reactogenicity. And, and studies shown, we have a report on this by the volunteers, uh, the experts, the 3,500 war room daily cloud experts, show that there's increased adverse events um, for the 100 microgram dose 
in adults versus the 30 microgram dose. So they're giving it to little kids. They're recommending giving that dosage to little kids. Um, And I don't see any way that that's not a a murderous decision. Hang on a second. Dr. Malone's at a conference. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to hold Naomi Wolf, Dr. Malone, in today and tomorrow, a major, major, major um, event coming out of CDC about these vaccines. We're going to return to the war room in a moment. Torn from a world of tyrants beneath this western sky. We formed a new dominion, a land of liberty. The world shall own with freemen here. Fair warning. Listen to this convicted home title thief explaining what happens when he forges your home's title and takes over as the new owner. Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh, no, I have title insurance. It's in my name. Or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, what is calling you? You're living in a delusion. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it, or sold the property, it's 60 to 90 days for that person to even figure out that they're the victim of this crime. You start getting foreclosure notices. You've got four mortgages on your house. You don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. Home title fraud is growing two and a half times faster than credit card fraud. You could be a victim and not even know it. Here's how to protect yourself and verify your home's title is still in your name. Visit HomeTitleLock.com promo code radio. Then register your address for your no obligation home title report. A hundred dollar value you get for free. Again, get your free home title report at HomeTitleLock.com, promo code radio. I'm going to check to make sure um, folks can hear me. I'm going to actually move to Ms. McNally. McNally, no conflict, yes. Thank you. Dr. Bell? Bell, no conflict, yes. Thank you. Dr. Lair? Lair, no conflicts, yes. Thank you, Ms. Mata. Keep the this is the 15 0 pre vote to back the head of CDC. Tomorrow's the real vote. Um, and I want to a couple of things I want to say. We're bringing uh, Dr. Malone and Dr. Wolf. Number one, uh, the, the real Anthony Fauci, the book sold over a million copies. A lot of those sold here in the warm, in fact, a big bulk of them. The real Anthony Fauci.com is the movie, it's free, only gonna be free for 10 days. The real Anthony Fauci. Dot com. Go see the movie. We need everybody in the war room to see it and push it out. Uh, Dr. Malone, as we talked about yesterday, he's got the real Anthony Fauci book, uh, The Guy's a Sky Horse, Tony Lyons. He's put out the Alex Jones book, another monster hit, and he's about to release, and you can pre-order, um, Lies My Government Told Me, which he says the third blockbuster. Says that would be Dr. Malone, his journey through all this. You can also go now and get the bodies of others, the arc of the story of Naomi Wolf. Remember, Dr. Malone and Naomi Wolf weren't really riding shotgun with us when this whole thing kind of started. They were Biden guys and and the political beliefs were different. The arc of these stories is the arc of this this massive movement we're putting together, right? And you got to read it. It's really incredible. The bodies of others from Naomi Wolf, lies my government told me from Dr. Malone. So Dr. Malone, to Naomi's questions, here's what I understand. Every day we're getting information and we're looking to do either a special or to break it down the next couple of days in Europe. They're testifying. They're saying we never uh, looked at uh, transmittability. 
Um, you've got all these issues now with the vaccine throughout the world, Denmark, UK, the whole rest of the world. Um, what is it about the United States and why is CDC today? Is Naomi Wolf right? Are, are they trying to cover themselves by, by this protection of liability? And why, most specifically, did you say this thing's only like in license to 16-year-olds, but the vote today was for five-year-olds? Explain to our audience exactly what is going on here with their children. Um, your children are being uh, recommended to accept an experimental product, which uh, a growing swath of Europe is rejecting because it is neither safe nor effective. And the risk benefit ratio does not justify use of this product. That means that's a fancy way of saying more children will be damaged by taking the product than would be damaged from infection from COVID. Another story that we haven't covered here uh, on this segment has been new data that has demonstrated that the mortality in in all of us yeah. is far yeah. smaller than was originally estimated, particularly with Omicron. And uh, what's going on at the CDC, I think, is two-phase. As Naomi says, and Robert Kennedy, who's a lawyer focused on this, knows much more than I do about the law, has has picked over this. Bobby's uh, convinced that the primary uh, driver for this uh, um, vote is to provide essentially bridge liability once the emergency use authorization is uh, no longer present. And I suspect they're looking at the fact the reason this has to be rushed right now is because there's a high probability that the House alone, let alone House and Senate, are going to flip. And when they do that, they're going to vote rescind yeah. the uh, emergency declaration, and then the manufacturers are going to be exposed to liability. So by getting it down to this age, that's hang off. on, the, the, they're both going to flip. We know now people just got to show up, and we got to secure it. But let's say this: the tides are churning, and Ron Johnson looks like he went by six to eight. President Obama is actually going to Wisconsin to try to thwart that, but he's up six points or more. So Ron Johnson will be back in. Rand Paul will be back in. Just give me that real quickly. But do a minute. I just hit the rewind button. Why are they doing this and why are they rushing this through now? It kind of came out of nowhere. Why are they doing this now, Dr. Malone? They're doing it right now so that they can avoid the consequences of the election by acting before the election and providing the vaccine manufacturers with this bridge liability coverage. This is not just me. This is also Bobby Kennedy's analysis. Uh, by getting the vaccines approved within the context of the Vaccines for Children program, which then grandfathers liability to both children and adults. So this is a backdoor way to avoid accountability for all concerned, just like Naomi is saying. And it also is a backdoor to force the government, which means you and me, to pay for these vaccines because there's a clause within Vaccines for Children program that once a product is authorized under that, there's an automatic purchase yeah. and distribution without within the United States. Hey, let me go to Naomi. So with that, Naomi, you're not just an investigative reporter that came to this. You're also a political strategist. Here's what I don't get. How can you jam this thing through? And you've gone through the 75,000 pages with the 3,500 Warren Posse, the 2050 lawyers, Amy Kelly, all of it. How could you possibly, and particularly with how things are on edge, 
here in this country. And you have these moms, the parents' rights movement, which all started, people forget, with the mask and the vaccines. It's metastasized since then to many other things. But it started April 21 when Namus are, I said, hey, this is going to be the key to pick the lock because his mother's just not going to sit there on these vaccines or excuse me, on the mask first and then the vaccines. So Naomi Wolf, how could you be so craven, but I think so stupid if this is what you're trying, if this is what Dr. Lone's correct, if that's what you're trying to accomplish? Uh, well, I mean, your first assumption is that there's going to be a normal election and that the House will flip without any disruption, crisis, you know, new release of an 80% fatal version of the uh, virus out of Boston University, which is in the news, um, you know, nuclear threat, whoa, 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 which whoa, is whoa. in the ho, news. Ho, 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 I want to make sure I'm going to shine your tinfoil hat. I just want to make sure because you're saying this. You think they caught, you know, accidentally and they said, hey, we didn't even realize that we're doing it in Boston. You think that there's something more up than uh, you think there are no coincidences. There's something up with the uh, with the, the the gain of function that even we're trying to get you- the senator from Kansas who says Senator Marshall who's a doctor said this is the most outrageous thing he's ever seen it's more powerful than nuclear weapons is that the point is that the is that the gain of function experiment at Boston University you were referring to ma'am I mean I was referring to that one but I guess what I'm trying to you know ask everyone to notice is they managed to keep us indoors and then ingesting a dangerous product for two and a half years based on what Dr. Malone just cited is an incredibly not that dangerous virus, as it turns out. You know, it was all propaganda, all fear, all um, saber rattling that that was not real. So I am noticing as a political strategist, trial balloons going out just in time for two other super, super, super scary things that you know, on election day or right before election day, and who knows what will emerge between now and election day, um, you know, there could be huge headlines saying, stay indoors because Russia is threatening us or stay indoors because, you know, this 80% fatal thing is, you know, released itself from Boston University. And we won't find out till two and a half years later on War Room that that was all nonsense. So uh, my point is not that I know you know, the level of reality or um, hype of these recent scare stories. The point is that uh, going back to when I first wrote The End of America and the big scare story was a Republican one of the global war on terror, which turned out to, you know, have a lot of hyped narrative aspects to it. Um, Scaring people to death so that you can control them is pretty standard in politics. And you're, I just want to say we're not, it's not November 9th yet. We're not over all of this. So we don't know what the future holds until we're safely through the next election with peaceful uh, either transfer of power or maintenance of power based on all the votes being counted. We're not there yet. And I guess the other thing I would say is, even if the Democrats know they'll lose, they, they have nothing left to lose. If they know they'll lose, they might as well salt the earth. They might as well get that um, you know, commercialization of this product, which is what Dr. Merrill Nass of Children's Health Defense explained, you know, and this is what Dr. Malone was also explaining, is guaranteed um, because of programs that basically inject these materials into poor children, low-income children, you know, as always, they're the, the guinea pigs. Um, and they also will, you know, again, have that extra layer of protection. What's going to happen, right? Uh, you know, Rochelle Linsky is going to go on to her 
gazillion dollar consulting gig at Pfizer or Moderna. Um, they've got their $11 million that her husband got as an investment for his, you know, to that point, not financed company. Um, you know, what, what's the worst that will happen? Why shouldn't they go out covering themselves, you know, all they can and um, handing their friends gigantic checks? I mean, that's also politics as usual. It's not politics as usual if you want to be reelected by the American people over and over in good faith. But if, you know, these grifters and traitors have already realized that their ship is sinking and they're going to make adorable new careers elsewhere in the private sector with stakeholders or the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, why shouldn't they use our children's bodies as yeah. collateral for their additional yeah. lucrative treason? That's exactly that, that, how these people the, behave. That, that, that's the thesis of your book, The Bodies of Others. Hang on for a second, Naomi. Dr. Uh, um, Malone, I know you get a punch. When you look at what's happened the last couple of days, given your professional uh, expertise and what you've done to really uh, work on vaccines your entire life, the lies the government has told you. Tomorrow is another. You think it's the big lie when they sit there and look you in the eye and talk to you about how because they're going to be on MSNBC. And although, although I will tell you, there hasn't been a ton of coverage from the mainstream media on this. There, it's a little bit crickets, and that's a big tell. Is this part of the lies that the government's telling the American people, uh, Dr. Malone? Absolutely. Uh, this is this is compounded lies. I want to just say one little tiny thing about that BU study. Naomi, not to diss you in any way, but the prior strains, the original Wuhan strain was 100% lethal in that mouse model. And so it's kind of been amplified, this 80% lethal story, but it's that's kind of a misrepresentation of what the paper actually shows. So that's a nuance. But uh, in terms of what's going on at the ACIP, I don't think that there is anything that could be more overt to demonstrate to the American public how deeply corrupted the administrative state has been. We have to fix this. I don't know how we're going to fix it, but somehow we've got to break the back both of corporate media and the stranglehold that the pharmaceutical industry has over our entire administrative state and a large fraction of both parties. Basically, pharma makes so much profit that they fund our elections all the way down to school boards. Dr. Malone, how do people get to you? What's your social media? How do they get to your Substack with all your writings? The book is available for early order on Amazon, The Lies My Government Told Me. Where do they go to get all your other stuff? rwmalonemd.substack.com, and our primary social media is getter at rwmalonemd. Thank you very much. And that is, uh, he's on fire on getter. Thank you, Dr. Malone. Naomi, the way to stop this, I think, is to defeat it at the ballot box with democracy. This is what Daily Cloud has been doing. You've been all over the country in different states. And I might add the governor's race now in Oregon. I know you spent a lot of time in Washington, Oregon, and up in the Pacific Northwest. People are awakening to this. Where do they go to get all your great work? Uh, yeah, come to dailycloud.io. Um, order the bodies of others, of course. Uh, I really want to kind of second your uh, promotion of um, the Kennedy movie, uh, The Real Anthony Fauci. I've been watching it and it's absolutely gripping and it's free for the next um, eight or nine days. Um, everyone should watch it and share it. That's the only way to get it out there because they'll be, of course, silenced by the mainstream media. Um, and yeah, and I'm Dr. Naomi R. Wolf on Getter. And it, it, it's absolutely correct. Uh, these people have to be more afraid of us. And um, I'm going to redouble our efforts to uh, see how we can 
take action against them as individuals when they're no longer protected by their status as advisors to the CDC. Don't hit Dr. Naomi Wolf's tripwire. Bad things happen after that. Dr. Wolf, thank you very much. The Bodies of Others, the book. Also, the real AnthonyFauci.com, the movie. It's free. Go there now. Years have proven that we need to be prepared. We constantly see government overreach, attacks on our communication, and energy grid, worldwide conflict, natural disasters, and the never-ending assault on our security and privacy. Having reliable communications is essential. Now, don't get caught without reliable communication. And I'm here to tell you, your fragile cell phone simply won't cut it. It will not cut it. That's why I've partnered with the Satellite Phone Store, so you can stay prepared and assure your vital communication stays private. They're one of America's largest satellite telephone companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. Right now, they have a special promotional offer when you go to sat123.com slash Bannon. That is sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Get a free Amerisat satellite phone, 150 monthly minutes, free United States domestic number, and free rollover minutes for only $99.95 plus tax per month with an annual agreement. Now go to sat, that's S-A-T, 123.com, sat, 123.com slash Bannon, and get your device today. Don't put it off. Life can change in an instant. That's sat, 123.com slash Bannon. Do it today. Take action. Editor has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, if you want to put a uh, if you want to put a, um, a comment into CDC, go to cdc.gov slash cdc info. That's dash info. cdc.gov slash cdc slash info or go to James Radusky's. We'll get them all up and we'll put them in the live chat too to if you want to make comment. We're gonna have much more coverage. Dr. Latipo from Florida, Dr. Farrell, we're gonna Farrella, we're gonna have both of those on tomorrow. This is a huge story. We will cover in its detail. Uh, make sure you go you got the movie, go get that movie. The the real Anthony Fauci real Anthony Fauci movie dot com. The real Anthony Fauci movie dot com is totally free. Also, make sure you go to Turning Point USA, tpusa.com slash War Room. You, you can find out everything about their major event that's taking place in mid-January in Metro Phoenix since the 16th, excuse me, mid-December, 16th December. You don't want to miss this. You won't absolutely want to be there. Plus, you get the book. You get a huge discount. I think 50% off the book, The College Scam. About the trillion dollars you're about to pay for, so you might as well find out how the cartel did it. Uh, Patrick K. O'Donnell is the best combat historian in his generation. He joins us on the day of the end of the siege of Yorktown, the surrender of General Cornwallis. Patrick K. O'Donnell, Yorktown, why is it important? What happened? Why did the British, with that great army, surrender to a bunch of colonials? <laughs> Yorktown is the one of the greatest battles in American history, Steve. It ends the American Revolution, even though it lingers on for two more years. But Yorktown really begins a year earlier or so in 1780 when the, the British decide to attack the South. It's a part of their Southern strategy. They want to 
conquer the South, and it's going enormously well. They take out Charleston, and they move inland. They start to, to occupy almost all of South Carolina, and they start to move north towards North Carolina. At the Battle of Camden in 1780, in the summer, it's a disaster for the Americans. They lose an entire army of the South under General Gates. It's really one of the darkest time periods of the American Revolution. Everything is going the wrong way for the for, for, for America. There's talk of the European powers negotiating a peace settlement because they don't think that the Americans, uh, you know, I mean, they don't think that anybody's going to win necessarily, but they, they it favors the British so heavily. Um, but we continue to fight at a place called King's Mountain in the fall of 1780 things change where the over the mountain men, men from Tennessee and Appalachia um, are told that, you know, they're going to be basically pissed on by the loyalists and the British and they come together and they destroy a massive loyalist uh, force at King's mountain. And it's there that the um, book wrote a book called Washington's immortals that chronicles that battle, but also chronicles the story of the Southern American army under general, um, Green and General Green, really, who's really one of America's best generals under uh, under Washington, really changes the course of the trajectory of the war. They wear the Cornwallis's army out with several battles. There's a battle of a place called Cowpens, and here they destroy a, a force under a guy by the name of Bannister Tarleton. It's an incredible American victory, a double envelopment. And then what happens is. Cornwallis, who we all think of as kind of this this guy that wasn't a great general, but in fact he was an amazing general, amazing tactician, and also fought with his men, decides to take his army and convert it into a light army. Uh, they burn all of the tents that they have, everything else, and they, they want to, he basically says, I will pursue green to the ends of the earth. And they march into the interior of South Carolina, pursuing green. And it's an amazing story of, of how the American army crosses one creek and river after another, but they're wearing down the British and they make their way towards the Virginia border. And it's a race to the Dan, as they call it. But here at Guilford Courthouse, they have a decisive battle that doesn't favor necessarily the British, but they, they, they win the battle. And they, and Cornwallis makes a faithful decision to invade Virginia and go towards Yorktown. And this is where the climactic battle uh, 241 years ago to this day occurs, where something even more remarkable in the first week of September, the French pull off a naval victory at the Battle of the Capes and, and basically disable the British fleet. And, and when, when that happens is basically Cornwallis is up in Yorktown. He's given kind of contradictory orders to either dig in, build a port or move out. He decides to dig in and and uh, stay there. And what happens is he doesn't have the ability to evacuate because the, the British fleet is no longer reign supreme on the Atlantic. It's the French. And it's that it's at this point that the, uh, the French and the Americans decide to surround Cornwallis's force. They march all the way down from New York, the main force in Washington's army. Um, and uh, it's really an amazing story. They build siege lines for three weeks. They shell and bombard Cornwallis uh, into submission. And, uh, you know, at the end of this, this long siege that, that takes place, uh, Cornwallis is down to very few uh, shells and artillery. They, they seize several what are known as redoubts. These are fortifications. And this has becomes kind of the turning point of the battle. Cornwallis decides to somehow escape and cross uh, 
the river that's there. And uh, in, in there's a, a set of fortifications on the other side of a place called Gloucester Point, which Bannister Tarleton, the guy that loses the Battle of Cowpads, they try to escape to. Yep. And it, uh, uh, it, Patrick, it comes in a decisive how, how American victory. How can they get victory. to it ends the war. massive American victory? Ends the war. Cornwallis, a great general, stood up by the uh, the Americans, the uh, French fleet, and the French army helped us. How did people get to your site? How did they find out about all your great writings, particularly on the revolution? I'm at, at Combat Historian on Gitter, at Combat Historian on Twitter, and uh, my website is Patrick K. O'Donnell on Amazon. It's Washington's Immortals and The Indispensable. You're the best, Patrick. Thank you for joining us here in the War Room. Pleasure to be on the show. Thank you. Thanks, brother. Always the best combat historian. Get those books. Go to Patrick K. O'Donnell's site. You will not be disappointed. Maybe give one to a friend, too. A lot of books today. A reading audience, a smart audience. Okay, Diane Taraz, this amazing, amazing musician about the American Revolution. will take us out of here at 6 o'clock. Get ready. It's a tough hour. The next hour is tough. We're going to be talking about mo- with moms across this country about what's going on in schools. Stick around. For free America. Some future day shall crown us the masters of the main. Our fleet shall speak in thunder to England, France, and Spain. Nations o'er the ocean spread shall tremble and obey The prince who rules by freedom's laws in North America War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplug Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart, 
and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 